freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world. And you will all surrender to them. You pigs in human clothing! Wandering around the Blue Ridge Mountains like a blind squirrel looking for a nut, I am Dean Ledwig, and with me as always... Hey, this is Scott Dunlop, back from vacation, uh, two weeks. Uh, awesome. Sorry, sorry about not having a podcast for two weeks, but uh, <laughs> I kind of didn't want to. <laughs> well, uh, there's that. Reporting from an abandoned missile silo in Lukenbach, Texas. Yeah, you just didn't miss me at all. Uh... No, I didn't. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I got it. I'm good with it. Yeah, I was being, I, I really, really, really disconnected and didn't watch any news, didn't know what was going on. And, you know, there was abortion and Twitter and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of things that, that, and baby formula that I missed. So, uh, <laughs> So we're we're back to that get that and started. More. Yeah. So let's start it off right with the wheel of genders. All right. This week I am going to be an out of stock baby formula. Oh, nice. Can't find me, son. Looks like I'm going to be an overstuffed ballot box. Nice, nice. So we'll start off with the news. We'll definitely have to change that because I did hear it on another podcast in my uh, travels. Oh, did you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Then we need to change it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's stock through Steam Deck. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, we don't want to be too much like anybody else. uh, I think we had it first, but anyway. Yeah, well, they, they copied us. So we'll start off with uh, this baby formula out of stock by 40%. Wow. So uh, I don't care. I don't have any babies, so it doesn't I don't bother either. me. I haven't had any of those in a very long time. But one thing I did catch that was a little a little concerning is that a lot of this is soy-based. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. So if you know anything about soy is it, it increases estrogen. The body will produce more estrogen if right. you're on it, a soy-based it mimics, diet. It mimics uh, hormone production inside the human body, which creates the, makes the body produce more estrogen. Yeah. 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 So uh, if you're a boy, you'll be a soy boy. Yes. That's where the term soy boy comes from. A very effeminate dude. <laughs> which goes along with us trying them trying to get us on plant-based diets mm-hmm. and trying to get us on more soy-based diets mm-hmm. and impossible meat. Yeah. Cause it's impossible to eat or impossible bugs, which yeah. they're trying to get us to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Too. And, and this really bo- comes back to supply chain and food shortages. I don't know if you people have been looking around, but food is getting kind of iffy. Kind of. Well, this baby formula is just one thing, Mm -hmm. but what people. Okay. So I did a deep dive while I was on vacation about food Mm -hmm. 
And a couple of the things that I, that, that I kind of figured out, and maybe people knew this and haven't come to the same epiphany or have come to the same epiphany that I have, is they put these additives in there. And the, the way that they think about these additives is this amount of additive is not going to hurt anybody for this one particular food. Right. And then. Just don't eat two of them. So does the other person. Yes. And so does the other person. Right. And so does the other person. Right. Show, combine them all together, and your food is basically killing you. Yes. Well, and what they do in laboratory testing is they find out what the level is that would be harmful to you. Because pretty much anything that they put in at some level will be harmful. And to clarify, for that one particular product. Yes, exactly. But what they'll do is to find out what level it is that would make it harmful, and they go just below it. Yeah. You know, um, so while it's not cancer causing in this food, you eat that plus something else or you eat two portions. Cause some of us are big people. Yeah. You eat two portions and guess what? It's now harmful. It's now harmful. Yeah. It used to be that they would take stuff off the shelves. Um, if it was, there was any remote chance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I remember, my uncle is a type one diabetic, has been since he was three years old. Uh, he's diagnosed really early, but um, he was pissed back in, I'm thinking it was the late seventies, early eighties when they stopped putting saccharin in diet sodas mm-hmm. because it had, it had, uh, it was a carcinogen. It had cancer causing properties. Yes. But when you looked at the research, you would have had to drink over a case of soda every day for like, 10 years before that would have any effect. But back then they took it off the shelf. Mm-hmm. They said, you can't use this anymore. Now it's, you know, Hey, if, if this one thing isn't going to cause a problem, go ahead and do it. We don't care. We're not going to be the arbiter of what somebody eats with it. We're just saying this one thing's okay. Well, that kind of goes to the FDA this year uh, going uh-huh. through with over 2,000 chemicals that they don't have to list as far nice. as food production. Right. Uh, and they don't, they don't have to list them. They don't have to talk about them. You think uh, Monsanto or Cargill had any uh, help in writing that? Might, just a little bit. But the, the, the thing is, is these are supposed to be quote unquote, safe chemicals, safe for consumption chemicals Mm -hmm. in the amounts that they specify for one particular product. Right. Uh, They're going to kill us through our food. Yeah. And, and look, look, I know what people are thinking. Oh, this sounds like some kind of conspiracy theory cabal. No, 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 no. It's about money. Mm-hmm. It's about cash dollars mm-hmm. is they're going to do what they can to cut costs to make the most maximum profit for their shareholders. I work for a for-profit company that mm-hmm. is publicly held. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We don't care what kind of product we're putting out. Yeah. We care about the race from quarter to quarter and what our stock prices are for the shareholders. Right. That's all we're looking for. If we do a good job in the interim, okay, great. Uh, But the corporate line is do just enough to keep the shareholders happy 
to keep the quarters looking good and mm-hmm. don't do anything to mess that up. Right. So these food companies are doing the same thing. Let's get just enough, just below the lethal levels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that we can make a good profit. Uh, General Mills. Um, <laughs> and I, I hate to, I hate to talk about food, but when I was on vacation, I had some great food. And when you go to different parts of the country and you eat certain things and and you read certain things and you listen to certain podcasts, you start to realize, you know, that, that old adage, you are what you eat mm-hmm. is, is big. I mean, it's for real. So, right. Well, I mean, it's true. So me and, and, uh, Ms. Dunlop have tried out, we, we, we saw that the supply chain was coming, uh, supply chain issues were mm-hmm. coming and we bought half a cow organic, uh, grass fed and grass finished, mm-hmm. which is important. Yes. And hormone free, all that stuff. Since we have been eating that meat, we have been more alert, less brain fog, uh, mm-hmm. feeling better, healthier, more energy, things like that. So we've decided to expand that to basically stuff you can't buy in the store. Yeah. If you listen to Texas Slim's podcast, he says if it comes from a store, it's probably going to kill you. Yeah. But, you know, we, we go back to things that we've known for years. Like if you buy bananas, they've been sprayed with silicone. Mm-hmm. Silicone. Mm-hmm. The, stuff you, the stuff you lubricate machinery with. Yes. <laughs> they do the same thing with apples to give it that nice waxy finish. It's actual wax. Yeah. 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 And you're eating this stuff and supposedly it's quote unquote healthy. Mm-hmm. And in a former life, I worked at an organic food store. Okay. I wasn't, I am not a hippie. <laughs> I'm not a fan of organic anyway, but okay. And what people don't realize about organic is you get that certification. If you have a certain amount of requirements mm-hmm. met, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're not using chemicals on that. It doesn't right. mean that that there aren't bad fertilizers in there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I did learn from uh, Texas Slim's podcast is because we've destroyed the soil so much, the one thing that we're missing is minerals. Mm-hmm. Things like zinc, mm-hmm. which is essential yep. to your body. Uh, not N- only nitrogen, f- hmm? nitrogen, nitrogen, uh, iron, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And, and a multivitamin just isn't putting that back. No, it's just not. It's Most just of it, you happening. just pee out anyway. Yeah. So, uh, what, what does zinc do for you? It helps you fight, uh, infections, colds, uh, things like that. It also gives you energy and, uh, will drive up libido. Mm-hmm. And one thing that the, uh, government doesn't want you to be is aggressiveness or mm-hmm. <laughs> ambitious. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't want any trouble folks. Well, zinc is also a natural carrier of vitamins to the cells themselves. Mm. So like a lot of vitamins that you can buy at the store and that you would take, most of that gets peed out mm-hmm. because your body can only actually absorb it through foods we eat. 
Yeah. But if you're taking zinc or I'm not taking zinc, if you're getting zinc, it will help transport those vitamins to the cells where they're needed. Yeah. So back to this baby formula thing. Yes, sir. Uh, they're, they're blaming it like they're blaming everything either on uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. or they're blaming it on Putin. The Putin, <laughs> the Putin price hike. Putin price hike. Yeah. And, and they're saying that, that several have been recalled. And, and that's a funny thing. You, you had spoke to that, mm-hmm. uh, that, what was it? 4% of the population had had, or, um, what do you had that number? What was it? Number on what? Uh, the recall on the baby formula, why they recalled that. No, anyway, it was like, yeah, it was like, yeah. it was like 4%. It was some minuscule amount right, right. that they had bacterial infection. So they shut it down. Now, mm-hmm. now, uh, deaths linked to, or deaths, <laughs> <laughs> yes. deaths linked to the vaccine oh, yeah. is another story. Yes. But, uh, yeah, anyway, 25% of parents breastfeed their children until mm-hmm. they're six months old. According to the CDC, that means a majority of the parents and caregivers use baby formula to some extent. Mm-hmm. So here again, I don't know. I don't, I don't think the shortage is necessarily a bad thing. I feel, I feel bad for the people who can't breastfeed, but right. Isn't it much better to breastfeed your children? It is absolutely 100%. I mean, what, what do you think that that disconnect is there? Is it for vanity? I know some is for health reasons, guys. So. Yeah, and, and there, there are some women that really just cannot breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't, the milk production doesn't happen. Um, I know this because that happened with my, my ex-wife with our babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to use baby formula. But... Uh, I think the majority of people is probably convenience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of it's vanity. There's vanity. There's, you know, the, the old saying that, you know, you know breastfeeding will make your boobs sag, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So Whether that's true or you? not. Um, no, I, I, no, mine are just <laughs> sag naturally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't breastfeed. I was allergic to milk when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I had to drink goat's milk. Mm-hmm. That's probably what happened to me. But that anyway, ex- that explains a lot. It's <laughs> probably why I am the way that I am. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of alternatives, but if you live in a metropolitan area, you're kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. So flee the cities, folks. <laughs> That's yeah. my message to you. Exactly. Flee the cities. Just don't bring the city mentality out here to the country. That's right. That's right. But this goes down to more food ch- or supply chain issues. Yeah. So with uh, gas prices going up and and you've heard us say it over and over on this podcast is it all starts with transportation. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily true in the rural areas, you know, where you can where you can go farm to market. Yeah. But when you're talking about major metropolitan areas such as New York, L.A., mm-hmm. uh, even even in my area, Dallas, Austin, mm-hmm. 
the only time people see food is in a grocery store. They don't see cows. They don't see chickens. See, I have a farmer's market, what, maybe at most five miles from my house. Yeah, yeah. And if you're buying it from a grocery store, there's no telling where they get that from. Now, most of the meat that you're going to get in a grocery store comes from Brazil. Or China. hmm? Depends on the meat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're definitely getting seafood. A lot of chicken comes from uh, China. And that that reminds me of the the seafood scandal a couple of years ago when they were bringing in shrimp from China mm-hmm. and it was being fed in pools of fe- human feces. Awesome. So that was awesome. <laughs> so the shit vein in that was really the shit vein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big seafood person. I don't, I don't personally. I don't like a lot of seafood anyway. I had scallops last night. Sea slug. Yeah. They're good. Well, okay. Just wipe the snot off of them. Mm. Throw them on a grill. Yeah. Mm. Well, griddle. Uh, smell like a sixth grade gym class. But anyway. <laughs> uh, how do you know what a sixth grade gym class smells like? Because yeah, I was in sixth grade. <laughs> last week? No, not last week. <laughs> it could happen, though. It can. Um, yeah. Anyway. But yeah. People out there, you should probably look into your food sources a little closer. And I, I do suggest Texas Slim's uh, vision. And you can mm-hmm. you can find it on all major podcasts. Uh, it's a little dry, but if you want to know what's going on in the corporate food industry <coughs> and how the grains have been modified now i got a bunch of meat from k and c and i'll i'll pimp them because they use heritage grains that their animals feed off of uh and you can look them up there in austin austin texas and they're phenomenal their meat is phenomenal Mm. it's on heritage grains they're their meat is processed uh, locally. It is not processed by Cargill and they do a good job. Now, if you're not in Texas, shipping is going to be a pain in the butt and it's going to cost you a lot of money, but how much are you willing to spend for your health? Right. Now, one thing that I did notice is their prices are half the price you'd find in, in the store. So you may Mm. break even. Right. And I bought, Five briskets at five bucks a pound. Wow. And right now in most grocery stores, it's 10 to 12 bucks a pound. Mm-hmm. And that's brisket. Easily. Brisket's not a great cut. No. So uh, anyway, just it's a, good if you have a smoker. Yeah. Just a little shout out to uh, KNC Ranch. But um, yeah, we, we got that. Uh, we traveled to Austin just to get that. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Texas doesn't have the. Uh, Texas is, I think, the only state that's allowed to to run processings that are not FD, uh, uh, USDA or yeah, USDA uh, certified. Certified, yeah. Yeah, if you buy it in state, yes. If you buy it in state, it doesn't have to be USDA certified, but uh, I'm pretty sure KNC is. Yeah. Well, I mean, Texas has their own certification panel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not the. the but you can't government. technically ship it out of state, right? Yeah. But that's why I think that okay. they're... Okay, gotcha. Yeah. 
So yeah, what's your food, folks? Uh, there are lots of things out there that'll kill you. It's the things that you're not really paying attention to, you know, not to become, I'm no health nut. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not. <laughs> no, neither am I. But I think, I think you can, you know, prolong your life, prolong your um, health to where you can be uh, happy and healthy by just eating right. You don't have to go to the gym every day and, and work out and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. the, the foods they're feeding us, you know, I saw a report of 40% of kids under 13 are obese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid, that just didn't happen. I mean, there were, there were, there were a couple kids in school that were yeah. overweight, but it's not nothing like this. Well, I grew up in a small town in Texas, and I think that I, I mean, if I remember correctly, in my grade, mm-hmm. we had uh, two overweight, or big boned as they called them, <laughs> yeah. two overweight males and probably three overweight females mm-hmm. in my entire class for right. that grade. Right. It's gotten out of control. Yeah. It's gotten out of control. These fillers and things that they're putting in our in our foods and dyes and chemicals and things like that. Mm-hmm. They just aren't meant for human consumption. No. It's definitely not at the levels that we consume them. Yeah. Especially things like glycol and yeah. things like that. It's a, uh really people don't realize this, but the worst thing for you if you have cancer is sugar mm-hmm. or corn syrup. Mm-hmm. It feeds cancer, man. That stuff eats it up. Yeah. And there've been people that I've heard anecdotally but mm-hmm. <laughs> that once they had a cancer diagnosis, they cut all sugar out of their, all out of their diet and mm-hmm. the cancer did not advance. Right. I've heard that too. Again, anecdotally. Yeah. So um, I have um, no hard evidence on it. Well, I don't know if we can necessarily trust the medical fraternity anymore. No, you really can't trust a lot of people except for you and me. Well, I tend to do my own research, mm-hmm. uh, trust, but verify. Yes. Thank that, you, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the, uh, <laughs> I don't think the government has my best interests at heart. Personally. We're, we're the government. We're just here to help. But there again, I believe in personal responsibility yes. too. Yes. It is my job to make sure I live. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, not somebody else's. And that's in all aspects, whether yeah. it comes down to health or defense mm-hmm. or the choices that I make in life. Yeah. No, you know what? Don't get me wrong. We we talked about these additives and stuff and being just under the limit that would be harmful. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the government should be the one to change that. I should know what I'm eating. Exactly. Have a little self-education. Yes. Well, that gets into distractions. Ah, uh, we so, have those. Not a conspiracy theory, folks, but <laughs> if if you look at the amount of, getting there, if you look at the amount of distractions that we have today mm-hmm. between the handheld idiot box, we used to call the TV the idiot yes. box. Yeah. And now we have the handheld idiot box that goes with us everywhere. I'm old enough to remember when it was called a boob tube. Yes. Um, that was when HBO came around. <laughs> before HBO. When you could see boobs. <laughs> <laughs> now the tubes in the in the TV, you would have a TV repairman 
come over because your TV went out and you would change a tube. Right. In it, and they looked like boobs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. I thought it was for Scanamax. Ha, but no, anyway. It was, yeah. Before all that. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. we have all these distractions in the world and we can get information instantly, anything that we want, which mm-hmm. can be good and bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why, why is it bad? Well, I think it's great if the tool is used in the proper manner. Yes. And that is back again, personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. So how much of your time is taken up on the phone? Now, I'll tell you that while I was on vacation traversing this great United States of ours, Mm -hmm. I missed a lot. Why? Because I was not glued to any type of digital product. Now, Mm -hmm. I am a technology guy. Yeah. I am a gadget guy. I got stuff. You are. I'm looking at my desk right now. I've got Stream Deck. I got the roadcaster. I've got two old cell phones. They're they're burners, but uh and an active cell phone, three monitors. Uh just in this room alone, I have five computers. So I'm a gadget guy. You are. Uh not to mention the uh four 3D printers within vision that I can see. <laughs> so I am a gadget guy. I know all about distractions. I am highly ADD. Highly distractible. Yes. But I've had to have some discipline, especially with, with news and with the things that take up my valuable time. And one of the things that I have to weigh is I'm a, I'm a gentleman over 50 (laughs) And, well, you're over 50. And I know that I have less in front of me than I do behind me. So I want to mm-hmm. use my time more wisely now. Yeah. The time that I have left to spend with friends and family and doing important things like this podcast. Exactly. So I want to do important things. So when I weigh my time, I have to look, is this worth my time? So things like Twitter, things like Instagram or Facebook, those are not part of my daily routine. No, those things are out of there. Uh, I may scan a news feed, see if there's something good for the podcast, uh, see if mm-hmm. there's something going on that I need to know about mm-hmm. technology wise. Uh, I read a lot in technology and mm-hmm. those are just facts, just things that have to happen or things right. that are going on, cybersecurity, stuff like that. Things I have to watch out for at work. I really try to look at the economics of time. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is my time economy? How much do I want to give to this, that, or the other? And, and that includes in my personal life, you know, getting upset about things. Is this worth getting upset about? Is this worth obsessing about? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, no. Yeah, I'm with you. So what, what is it that the world is trying to do? The world is constantly trying to distract you. And this is the thing that I've been thinking about over the last two weeks too. So we had the news trying to be the big distraction. Mm -hmm. And this is what I want people out there to think about. It's all a distraction. Mm -hmm. When we look at the news cycles, you know, uh, no agenda talks about the six week news cycle a lot. Well, we had a two year news cycle on 
on COVID mm-hmm. and vaccines. And then we moved into a war. Mm-hmm. Not our war. No, <laughs> I'm no. Just, I'm Not still, even one we're fighting. And, and what I want people to think about is why are we talking about this? What, and, and let's, let's go to Ukraine first. Why are we even talking about Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Why? We're not involved. No. Has nothing to do with us, but yet we're going to send 40 billion yes. over. Yeah. We send 700 million and then 800 million. And all of a sudden 40 million, 40 yeah. billion. Billion. That's right. 40 billion. And we have supply chain issues. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know where it's the Putin price hike. Yeah. Or we could just keep that money here and then we wouldn't have the Putin price hike. Huh. Oh. I mean, gas that's uh, in, in the two weeks you were gone, gas here has went up uh, 50 cents a gallon. I was on the road. I saw it. Yeah. And I will tell you, the further west that you go, the mm-hmm. more expensive it gets. Of course. I spent. And you're going further left. I yeah. not west left left. I spent over three thousand dollars on fuel. Now wow. that's that's in the, my hybrid vehicle that but uses still. that uses both diesel and oxygen. Is that oxygen going up? The oxygen is not going up no, currently, not yet. But I expect it to soon. Uh, anyway, don't get me started on carbon. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the carbon tax on uh, breathing out. Yes, yes. So uh, part of my trip was to uh, South Carolina. And when, you know, I live in a desert, everything's mm-hmm. brown. Mm-hmm. And I went to South Carolina, man, and everything is super green right yes. now. Super green. Why? Carbon dioxide. Huh. The world is actually greener now than it has ever been. Yes. Why? Carbon. Mm-hmm. Because what do trees eat? Carbon. Carbon and, dioxide. And yeah. what do they put out? Oxygen. Yes. Funny how that works. And what do we have more of in uh, that we've, we have more now than what we've had in the last 150 years since they started investigating forestry. Forestry. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Or sorry, forests. Forests. Not forestry. Forests. Forests. Kind of not seeing the downside here. No. So the downside is, is what we're doing to mitigate what's not even there. Exactly. Well, that's a money scam. The windmills and the solar farms are actually creating climate change. Oh, there are so many windmills in, in Texas oh, yeah. and New Mexico. Well, yeah. Cause it's, it's, that's the jet stream. Yes. That's where the power is that we are now taking away. And let me tell you what, if you had one of them in your backyard, you'd be pissed because yeah. they look like shit. I they know screw I, the horizon. When up. I go home to my, my uncle's house in Ohio, mm-hmm. they're all over in the farms. Mm-hmm. You know, they pay farmers a, a certain amount uh, to keep a windmill in one of their fields. Right. And you, at night, it looks like an alien invasion. <laughs> red lights blinking all over the place. It's wild. So speaking of distractions, yes. we just got distracted. But Maybe anyway, going we back to the distractions. So we're Tangents. we're talking we're ta- we're talking, you know, what are we distracting for on Ukraine? Well, we're blaming this inflation on Ukraine. We're blaming fuel prices on Ukraine when they were already on the rise before any of this crap happened. Uh can we say first day we canceled a pipeline? Huh. 
funny how that happened. Yeah. Uh, granted, there was some issues in China where we had supply chain issues, but mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with the gas. We were no. on our way to energy independence yes. with Trump. Yes. And then day one, that was shut down and we were told to use electric cars. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we can't get chips for electric cars, neither or lithium now, now that we've mm-hmm. bailed out of uh, the world's largest lithium deposit, uh huh, Afghanistan, which we gave over to China, mm-hmm. which China really being our biggest enemy, not Russia. No, we seem to be buddy, buddy with them again. We were, I don't know. I think the United States is falling in world uh, class ranking. Um, I guess for lack of a better term, but uh, we're just trying to buddy up to anybody who we can so they won't attack us. I guess so. Because if if China and Russia combine, Mm -hmm. we are toast. Yeah. So anyway, uh, old Biden's buddying up to even even talks about how he admires Xi Jinping. Well, yeah, he's admired the autocracy. He and and. old slick hair up in Canada, Trudeau, you know, has actually both he and Biden have come out and said they admire the ability for uh, the the way the autocracy works in China because they can get stuff done. Yeah, not without any debate. Right. Do it because yeah, we said so. Because democracy is too slow. Uh huh. Yeah, thank you, Joey. Good old Joey. So we go from this war that we're mm-hmm. feeding money into and mm-hmm. we're giving them rocket launchers that we hadn't produced in 20 years. No. Why, why do you think that is? So we can build new rocket launchers. So we can build new rocket launchers. Yes, get rid of our old stockpile. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, we need to replace it with new ones. In comes the military industrial complex. Mm -hmm. And who said to watch out for that? You? No. (laughs) (laughs) There was a president. Really? Yeah. Uh, U.S. president? Yeah. Oh. But he lied. Well, yeah, the military industrial complex. So how does that work? Well... We need weapons. Mm-hmm. And when our weapons get old, we sell them mm-hmm. so we can get new weapons. And we give them away mm-hmm. like planes. Mm-hmm. So we give those things away so we can make new ones and go, oh, we don't have any more. Yeah. And so what happens then? Well, there's kickbacks and favors Mm -hmm. and kids get on boards and husbands and wives invest in those companies when big deals are about to be signed, which gets them money on the back end. If you don't think all this, our elected officials are bought and paid for, I said officials, not leaders. Right. They are not our leaders. If you don't think they're bought and paid for, you're living in, you're in the distraction. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, it used to be liberals were very suspicious of defense contractors. Mm -hmm. And now they're on board. Yeah, now they're all buddy-buddy. Yep. Um, Yeah, I just, I saw a thing, uh, Bill Maher, who um, I'm liking some of his stuff that he says. 
it just makes common sense. It does. He's he's getting lambasted by the left. Of course he is. Because uh, he's telling the truth. He went against yeah. the narrative. Yeah, that's one of the things he said. It used to be a liberal thing to be suspicious of defense contractors. He also and said big free, pharma. free speech was important to liberals in this country at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just audacious. It really is. And I'm not saying that this is all clinical and we shouldn't care for the people in Ukraine. We should care oh, for yeah, the absolutely. people in Ukraine. I, I feel mean, for the people. I do. I, I absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's horrible what's going on. And we're not saying that. But we're bombing countries, too. We're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, why the distraction? Well, there's biolabs over there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. The Ukraine is the eighth most corrupt country in the world. Mm-hmm. Fourth or eighth, depending on who you uh, check it by. And I went with a more conservative view of eighth. And they still, still have Nazis over there, real Nazis. Yeah. Like they call themselves Nazis. Third Reich Nazis. They wave a Nazi flag. They call themselves Nazis. They came from Germany after World War II. Mm-hmm. And Ukraine said, come on in. We like your message. And they wouldn't export for the Nuremberg trials. Right. Yeah, because they thought the Nazis had it right. Yep. So. You know, you can buy the Nazi Ukrainian shirts on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Huh. Pretty awesome. That's strange. Not not that they should be shut down. I'm not. I don't yeah. believe in censoring anyone. No. You know, it's freedom of speech for all or freedom of speech for none. Yes. But uh, it's it's amazing what they will and won't shut down. Oh, yeah. So back to the distraction. Mm-hmm. And here again, I'll say. <laughs> back from being distracted. Back from being distracted. Uh, one thing I will say is, is uh, it's horrible. What they're going through, I'll say it again. It's horrible what they're mm-hmm. going through. Mm-hmm. But what does this have to do with us? Well, what it has to do with us is keeping us distracted from what they're doing in government. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the war was over. <laughs> Still going on, but to the news media, the war's over. And so what yeah. are we what are we doing now? Abortion. Ah. About an opinion that was written last mm-hmm. year that quote unquote got leaked. Why did it get leaked? Because the news cycle was slow. Yes. We need something else we to rally the, rally the support of somebody. And so here's where I'm going to turn it over to Dean to give some of his gripes about the whole abortion issue. <laughs> Fun. Um, you know, I'm, and I'm not going to get into debating abortion and, and, the legality of all that first, but I do want to say, well, let me say my personal stance. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and put our personal stances out there. One, I don't really care as long as I don't have to pay for it. And well, that's, that. that's just honest. I yeah. just, Hey, whatever you want to do, man, do your deal. Right. If that's what you want to do. Okay. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a dog in the fight. Right. So I'm really stepped out of it. And I'm like, Hey man, this is not my deal. Until I had to pay for it. Yes. And if I got to pay for it, hey, man, let's, I'm going to well, say, we do that I'm going to say, you can do it all you want, but I'm not, I don't want to pay for it. Right. Well, we pay for it now. Yeah. Planned Parenthood gets how many billions from the government? 
Anyway. Which Planned Parenthood originally was to call the African-American population. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was eugenics. Margaret, Margaret Sanger, who started Planned Parenthood, that was her purpose. Yeah, and her she stated, was into eugenics. Her so, stated purpose. So what, what does that mean, people? Well, that was what Hitler was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Eugenics. Mm-hmm. Let's Absolutely. call a certain race. Yes. Let's call the herd. Yep. Yep. Now, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> On this Roe v. Wade opinion that got uh, leaked, um, which was based on a lie. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, the whole Roe v. Wade decision, there's a lot wrong there. First off, Roe v. Wade itself was based on a lie. The lawsuit was based on a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roe claimed to have been gang raped, um, which she later recanted and said it never happened. By seven black men. Yes. Which was racist. Yes. <laughs> uh, but she's from San Francisco, so it's not racist. Mm. But also, uh, she recanted that and later on came out and said that the worst thing she's ever done uh, in her life was uh, being the plaintiff in Roe v. Wade. She's completely turned around. Um, you know, she was a and heavy drug religi- abuser. Religious. Yeah. Yeah. She was a heavy drug abuser back then, uh, addict, and, you know, did a lot of really horrible things to a lot of people. And um, she said even none of that stands up to being the plaintiff in Roe v. Wade. She wishes she had never done it because also, again, like Scott just said, she lied about the whole lawsuit to begin with. Mm -hmm. The other thing with Roe v. Wade is based on a false premise of uh, a right to privacy. We have no right to privacy. There really isn't a right to privacy. Uh, We all think there is, but there's not. There's a right against illegal search and seizure, but privacy itself is not a right. If you hear a lawyer in court talk about privacy, they'll say expectation of privacy. Mm -hmm. They don't say a right to privacy. Um, You got doctor-patient confidentiality. You've got uh, lawyer-client privilege. You know, these are things that are there, but there is no right to privacy. If I stand outside your house, off of your property, and you have your curtains open, I can stand out there with binoculars and look in your house, and you have you have no recourse to that mm-hmm. um, because there is no right to privacy. But Roe v. Wade is based on a right to privacy. Now, in this opinion... I have watched mainstream media. I have watched alternative media. I have listened to podcasts that have talked about this. There's one point that nobody's talking about. And I read from the original uh, scoop, from the original scoop from Politico. Mm -hmm. It says, deliberations on controversial cases have in the past been fluid. Justices can be sometimes can and sometimes do change their votes as draft opinions circulate and major decisions can be subject to multiple drafts. And here's the term vote trading. Hmm. So that doesn't sound good. I have not heard a single person talk about vote trading at the Supreme Court. Hmm. Why nobody's talking. I'm surprised Adam and John didn't talk about this on no agenda. This is the kind of stuff they like. I understand vote trading in Congress. 
I understand vote trading in politics. Okay, I'll vote for your bill if you promise to vote for mine. You know, that kind of thing. Get things done. I understand that. At the court, that should never, ever, ever be the case. Mm-hmm. Number one, they're not supposed to be political. We all know they are, but they're not supposed to be. That's why they're appointed to li- for life. Uh, number two, their decisions should always be based in the law, based in the U.S. Constitution. And if you're trading votes, that means your decisions are not being based on law or the Constitution. It's being based on horse trading. Mm-hmm. That goes against every single thing the Supreme Court is supposed to stand for. And I am surprised yet not surprised nobody's talking about that. I read that the first time I read this document, this report by the Politico, I saw that and went, holy shit. And I started looking for news agencies and podcasts and alternative news. And nobody has mentioned that. Oh, we can break it here. <laughs> That's it. Vote trading at the Supreme Court. That is, I mean, it to me, it's unconscionable. Mm-hmm. It's just not, I, I, I was flabbergasted when I read that. You know, that goes against everything the Supreme Court is supposed to stand for. Um, That's why they're appointed for life. That's why they're supposed to be the best adjudicators in the country. Well, I've got another view of this. Okay. And so in my whacked out mind, I have another point of view. Roe versus Wade is about a physician and a patient's right to privacy. Mm Mm-hmm. So the government can't intervene right. on that. Right. Has very little to do with abortion. Yeah. yeah. Even though that's what it was backed right. by, has very little to do about it. Here's my thought on that. If this does get repealed, mm-hmm. does that mean the government can, so so say I go to my doctor and my doctor says, you really need this vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I go, No. And then he has to report me. No, that would fall under doctor patient confidentiality. Um, without a subpoena, he would not be able to disclose that information. See, now there are safeguards against the government, you know, as far as the illegal search and seizure, doctor patient confidentiality, lawyer, lawyer client privilege. You know, there are safeguards in there for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and all those safeguards are the government are against government intrusion. Now, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, what does that actually mean? Do abortions become illegal? No, no, not at all. They will probably become illegal in certain states. Mm-hmm. All it does is pass the decision back to the states where it's supposed to be to begin with. That's why we have a capital S in the United States. We're supposed to be um, separate in entities with a federal government that just establishes things like interstate trade, mm-hmm. a federal military force. Um, you know, there are certain things that the federal government is needed and that's what they should be doing. Instead, they're trying to govern us as if we're all one people and we're really not. Yeah. You know, the people in California are much different than the people in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Trust me on that one. 
Well, not in Texas because they're invading. But anyway, I digress. But I mean, you know, well, people in in South Carolina or North Carolina or Mm -hmm. Georgia or the Southeast anywhere don't want to be told what to do by Californians. Exactly. And vice versa. And that's fine. And that's actually the way it's supposed to be. Well, let's break that down a little bit. So I don't have a problem with it being turned over to the states. And then if there's a state that does abortion, well, you can go there and get one and then come back. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Uh, Mm -hmm. Abortion, tourism, whatever you want to do. Uh, California, if you want to give them out like like a Pez dispenser, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. In Texas, different story. Yeah. You know, if you... We, we, we don't want that. We don't want to pay for it here. We don't want to do it here. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. That is why I love this country. Because if you don't like the laws in one state, you can go to another. Yeah. I mean, how many, and that's people, what it's supposed to be. How many people have moved to Colorado because they want to smoke weed? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Go move to Colorado and right. smoke weed. If you, if you want to smoke crack, go to Oregon because it's legal there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you want to shoot heroin, go to Washington State. Yeah. It's legal there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I, I'm on board with with turning it back over to the states and let the people who live there decide what's yeah. best for them. Exactly. That's not what the government wants to happen. No. They not want a totalitarian government to right. where they make the decisions. And I even have uh, an acquaintance that says there should be one law. It should be all federal law. And I'm like, you're insane. You have lost your mind. You don't even understand what you're talking about. I'm watching this play out in Europe right now. Mm -hmm. Europe, you know, was a bunch of countries. Mm -hmm. And then they formed the EU, which is a semi-governing body over all those countries. But each country is still a single entity unto itself. Mm-hmm. And that's how the United States started, and that's how it was supposed to be. It's supposed to continue that way. Well, the the EU is now looking at creating a essentially federal military. Oh, which yes, they said Euro- they weren't going to do exactly a <laughs> European military. And well, you know these countries that have joined NATO, mm-hmm. it was said that that wouldn't happen either. When the Soviet Union fell, uh, the first President Bush said. No, we're not going to uh, let them join NATO. NATO's not going to expand. We created something called Partnership for Peace, uh-huh. which I was actually, that was the project I was working on when I was working for NATO. And it was all the countries that wanted to join NATO, but instead we were creating kind of a a middle ground mm-hmm. between NATO and what used to be the Warsaw Pact. So there would be kind of a buffer zone between NATO and Russia which the Ukraine was kind of filling. And now Finland is supposedly joining NATO. They're trying. Anyway. And they have a huge border with Russia, mm-hmm. much bigger than the Ukraine's border with Russia. Um, so it blows all that out of the water. But yeah, it's um, we're seeing it play out with the EU becoming like our federal government. Mm-hmm. Our federal government thinks that it should be the end all be all for the entire United States. Yes. Well, then we're not United States anymore. Then we are just America. And we know how corrupt the federal government is. Yeah. So why in the world would we want to do that? Because people like to be told what to do. That's 
50% of the people yeah. like to be told what to yeah. do. So it, it says to bring in the just overused word nanny state or oh phrase. God, yeah. I mean, they take care of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's these soft headed children. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's, what's the saying? Uh, soft times breed soft men. Right. Um, Hard times breed hard men. Hard men breed good times. Good times breed soft men. Soft men breed hard times. Yeah. And we're in the soft men to hard times phase. cycle. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we're quite at the hard times yet. Right. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. The lack of personal responsibility, and that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to at an yeah. individual level. Yeah. I take personal responsibility for my successes and failures. Yeah. It has been the key to my success. Yeah. Because I'm not blaming everybody for all my problems. Right. I'm not blaming the environment for my problems. I'm not blaming the government for my problems. I did not stay living with my parents until I was 30 years old. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Mom, can Mom. I have a hot pocket? <laughs> you got Mom. a juice box? Mom, my laundry's not done. Where's my adult comic book? It's a graphic novel. <laughs> Get it right, man. So, yeah. um, Anyway, well, (laughs) that's all I got for that. (laughs) But, yeah, that's I mean, that's really all I have on the political article. Um, You know, that vote trading thing really, it really pissed me off when I saw that. We need to do a little more research in that and see what's really going on there and take a deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really want to, I, I haven't been able to find much on it. Like I said, it's not being covered anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, another thing I'm going to, I'm going to be taking a deep dive on. I've seen the documentary 2000 Mules. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are already talking about it. And I don't want to, I don't want to just jump on the bandwagon and talk about it. So next week I will have a full on report about my thoughts on the documentary it definitely, there is definitely a lot in there to think about, and it takes a couple of viewings. Um, and then, well, I've heard some opinions. Well, I'll put that um, on my homework list. Yes. Uh, I've, I, I've heard a couple of opinions on it and going in, in multiple directions. So now I want to watch it again with those opinions in mind and see uh, what my take is. And then next week I will be doing a... Uh, Big report on, or, you know, a report on it. I won't say big report, but a report. Well, we'll have a discussion on it. I'll watch it too, and then mm-hmm. we'll do that. One uh, one last thing in the news section, though. I just have to talk about this. You know who Noam Chomsky is? Yes. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Noam Chomsky is, he is a uh, linguistics professor at MIT. Mm-hmm. And an extreme leftist. I mean, extreme leftist. I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. <laughs> You've probably heard this. You're going to hear the, we're going <coughs> to hear the T word. So don't be. We triggered. are. We are. Um, because uh, he said that Donald Trump was worse than Hitler oh, yes. at one time. You said the T word. I did. Uh, so. Um, he was interviewed and was talking about, uh, the Ukraine situation and, and everything that's gone over there. 
And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read some of what he what he said. Namely, by facilitating negotiations instead of undermining them and moving toward establishing some kind of accommodation in Europe in which there are no military alliances and mutual accommodation. He didn't say it, but it is something like the first Bush proposed in the early 90s after the collapse of the Soviet Union, a partnership for peace open to Europeans generally or Asians as well. The promise that NATO would not expand to the east. Then he goes on to say, fortunately, there's one Western statesman of stature who's pushing for a diplomatic solution to the war in Ukraine rather than looking for ways to fuel and prolong it. His name is Donald J. Trump. Uh Uh-oh. This comes from probably, if not the most leftist American there is, he's awfully close. And might I add the first... uh Trump being the first president that didn't start a damn war. Nope. Kept us out of some that were already going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those of you that are really upset about Ukraine and what's going on, look at Yemen. Just do some research on Yemen. Yeah, we might be throwing some bombs over there, here and there. Might be. <laughs> How many times? Good Lord. That's the thing that I think is crazy is they're doing all this Ukraine stuff, but yet we're doing the same damn thing. Yeah. We're doing it in, in Yemen. We're doing it in uh, Syria. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we do it quite a bit. Rebelize. Rebelize. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I think that's all I got for the news today. You know, before we get into tech news, uh, I had one more news thing I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to get some opinions from our listeners. Um, I almost said viewers. Good God, thank God it's not. Our listeners. Yeah, you don't want to see us. You know, I have a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, on Saturday, North Carolina, was it was its last day for early voting for the primaries. So, on the news, now this is broadcast news out of Charlotte, North Carolina. They said and had it printed on the screen You do not need an ID if you vote in person. You just have to go to the place that is your polling district. Awesome. You know, I thought these southern states were supposed to be conservative, but it sounds like North Carolina is a liberal state. North Carolina is very purple with some serious blue pockets. Charlotte's very blue. Mm -hmm. Charlotte, matter of fact, a few years back, I can't remember how long ago it was, but USA Today uh, ranked the top 10 nanny state cities uh-huh. and Charlotte was number seven in the nation. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And Charlotte, I mean, it's a good sized city, but it's not a large city by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. It's probably what, maybe 250,000 people, I guess I would say somewhere around there. It's not huge, but yeah, it was ranked number seven in the nation. But what I'm wondering, what would happen if I went to my polling precinct use somebody else's name without an ID or no, not me. Somebody else went to my polling place, used my name without an ID voted. And then I came in there later. Hmm. What would happen? Doesn't sound like anything. Would I get to vote as well? Probably not. But my votes already been cast. So I'd be screwed. So, Having huh. having Googled the population. Yes. Okay. 
uh, the population was 874,579 as of the 2020 really? census. Charlotte? Yep. Oh, it's a little bigger than I thought. Yep. Still not a huge city. It's under a million. Charlotte is the 16th most populous city in the U.S. Really? And the seventh most populous city in the South. Wow. And the second most populous city in the Southeast behind Jacksonville, Florida. Huh. I wouldn't have thunk it. Okay. But still. Pretty big there, Skeet. It's a little bigger than I thought. I just thought it was spread out a lot. Most people just work there and commute out. Uh, But again, uh, a few years back, it was uh, the seventh, number seven in the top 10 most nanny state cities in the United States. So, yeah, they're really blue there. Oh, hold on. Correction. Okay. Uh, The United States population projections also included throughout the year 2035, the most current metro area population, metro that means okay. sur- and surrounding areas. A lot of suburbs. Of Charlotte in 2022 is 2.2 million. Right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of suburbs around Charlotte. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think they're still in Charlotte, but they're in different cities. Pineville, yeah. Matthews, Monroe. Min Hill. I mean, there's a lot of little cities around Charlotte. Probably 20 or 30 of them. That's a lot of people. It is. It is. And they too many are for me. <laughs> way too many for a nanny state. Yep. So, anyway, I just wondered what uh, the thoughts were on, you know, what would happen if somebody voted using my name without an ID and then I came in. Um, and North Carolina. No, on the news, no need for an ID to vote in person. Yeah, see, here's the thing. You have to have an ID to do about everything, except for the one most important thing. Yeah. You have to have an ID to get your own money. Yes. To open a bank account. Uh-huh. To cash a check. To fly. To fly. To buy liquor. To drive. Cigarettes. To drive. But not yeah, vote. No. One of the most important things no. for the country. At one time, it was the law that you had to have an ID. If you were over 16, you had to have an ID on you at all times. Mm-hmm. Or 18. Over 18. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was the law. It is in most countries. And I, I'm pretty sure it was here as well. So I'm going to venture to say that this is because uh, they want more fraudulent votes. Yeah, this is going to play well when uh, I do my deep dive into 2,000 mules next week. And when I say fraudulent votes, I mean, not necessarily just people trying to cheat the system, but illegals voting and people Mm -hmm. double voting. Yes. And dead people voting. Yes. (laughs) I I know of someone in Texas, her mother, also in Texas, somehow in the last presidential election, voted using her maiden name in Michigan. Sweet. Yeah. When all that investigation stuff about illegal votes and fraud and things in the election was going on, this girl I know in Texas looked it up, and her mother voted using her maiden name in Michigan without ever going. That's awesome. So, yeah, there's a lot of questions to be answered, but we will never get those answers. 
Well, you know, there is no widespread voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not widespread. It's nope. just I, a, a I, lot I got, of it. I got asked that on the radio in Washington, D.C. at the Stop the Steal rally in November. Mm-hmm. And he's I, he, the guy uh, asked me that. And I told him, I said, what, the word widespread is what's causing this to be what is termed fake news. You know, you can call it whatever you want, misinformation. What Don't call it disinformation. That word is just wrong. Disinformation means no information. It doesn't mean wrong information. That's misinformation. <sighs> okay, there's my grammar rant for the day. But um, I told him that, you know, the word widespread is is the wrong point here. Because to affect the election, all it took was some targeted pinpoint places. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It did not need to be widespread, but as long as they keep using the word widespread, then it can be debunked. And so you broke the narrative. What happened next? Um, he published it on their website. And all he put was he talked to a, a man from South Carolina who said that there was that he had some questions to be answered. That's it. I didn't talk about didn't put anything in there about what I had said about widespread and all that. And the minute I finished telling him that, the guy just turned around and walked away. Thank you. And gone. Nice. Because I debunked his narrative. Yeah, you break people's thought process and they tend not to know what to do. Yeah. So they ignore it. Oh, well, anyway, that's all I got in news now. All right, on to tech news. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? So I have a Starlink report. Yay. So uh, Skynet. I, I got Starlink uh, to do some roaming in the mobile command center. Mm-hmm. And I have a good report and a bad report. Okay. So, yeah, I went out uh, west and it was flawless. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I rode all over the place and uh, the roaming was on, which will end June 3rd. By the way, you have to pay $25 extra a month for roaming features. Okay. But I did not have that this time. Mm -hmm. Worked great. And everywhere I parked the mobile command center, it worked until I traveled east of the Mississippi. Okay. Then I got nothing. Zilch. Not a zero. So I looked on their coverage map and see what was going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Did a little investigation, and it seems, except for little patches here and there, the entire East Coast is oversubscribed. Okay. And so you cannot roam. You cannot get it unless they launch more satellites. Okay. So, and and the reason for this is the people who have already subscribed, they're trying to protect those people to get the bandwidth they deserve that they're paying for. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you do something sneaky, like uh, order it out in Arizona and then have it, have it shipped to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. it won't work. Oops. 
because you jumped the line. You're, right. you're not a, that's not your home subscription. And I tried all this stuff. I know people are going to say, well, all you have to do is move your, move your, uh, map over in your account. No, <laughs> that does not work. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, because I tried it when we were roaming and I tried to move it over to a place on the East coast and it said, this area is oversubscribed. I said, we will not be providing service till 2023. So. So essentially they just don't physically have coverage. They don't physically have there. Okay. Yeah. There's not enough satellites up okay. there. And I remember when Elon was launching them like once a week, there was yeah. a rocket once a week. Yeah, That's kind of slowed like, down. Like a couple of satellites in each rocket. Yeah. 60. 60, each, yeah, 60 in each rocket. Couple, yeah. 60. You yeah. Know. Um, yeah. A couple, 60. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so uh, I've heard the, I mean, there's been a slowdown. There's been supply chain issues and things like that. And Elon's coverage has to do all with Twitter now. And, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I heard <laughs> Elon's trying to shut down free speech. And I'm like, uh huh. What? Yeah, well, they'll say anything. But anyway, uh, it put all these reporters out of business because they won't know where to get their news to report. (laughs) And that's from Twitter. Oh, (laughs) Screw going out and doing any investigative reporting. Let's just see what happens on Twitter today. Why would you do that? that. But yeah, so that's my Starlink uh, report. And and I had great ping time. So Mm -hmm. the speeds weren't what I was expecting, I think. The most I got was 120 megabits at one time. Okay. Uh, but, you know, uh, the mobile command center worked flawlessly. It was great. Uh, I was I was happy with it. Is it pricey? Yeah, 110 bucks a month. That's not really out of line with most uh, cable su- cable uh, subscriptions. Yeah, but cable, su- cable subscriptions, you're usually getting... Th- Three to seven hundred megabytes, right? Which is a lot more than most people use at home, anyway. Well, most people. That's most, most people. people. That's most people. Yes. I mean, now, I, need there, to, now, I have to be able to take my crypto mining on the road. Now, um, <laughs> does uh, that come with unlimited bandwidth? Yes. Okay, because like HughesNet and the other satellite providers that have been out before charged you like the old AOL subscription plans. Or a, you know, phone, like, or a phone plan. Right. Back yeah. then it was a per minute charge with AOL and now uh, HughesNet and the others, they tr- they do a per gig charge. Yeah. And they'll do caps. There's no data yeah. caps on this. Uh, so, so okay. that's fine. I that's downloaded good. some stuff. I tested it out. Didn't do a podcast like I said I was going to, uh-huh. but I was too busy vacationing to be honest hey. with you. Have a good time, so. man. We all deserve it <laughs> once in a while, even you. Well, we're not making any money yet, so well, it's no, all good. No. <laughs> so I'm not hurting Dean. I'm just giving him a free afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, uh, I like it. Did it did it live up to my expectations? Not well, my expectations were pretty high. From what I was reading, I thought I was going to get 250 megabits anywhere. Mm-hmm. and that I was going to be able to use it anywhere on the planet. And mm-hmm. that was my expectation. Well, you know how expectations go. <laughs> so uh, I was, I was slightly disappointed, but it worked as well as it needed to work for what it was doing. It, right. it beats trying to get internet in an RV park that is oversaturated anyway. Right. And you know, that's a whole discussion we could get into how, 
how uh, places, uh, and I'm not talking corporate because corporate usually they use the high end Meraki's as a Cisco product and mm-hmm. they're high density, mm-hmm. so you can you can shape the traffic and and uh, kind of squelch, um, put bandwidth limits on them. Mm-hmm. Most of these places, what they do. If they're not in a corporate environment, they just go out and buy a, um, <laughs> I'm going to date myself, a Linksys router, a Linksys router and then hook it up, hook it up to their, their modem and call it a day. And the, mm. yeah, that's the mm. worst way because, uh, what happens with Wi-Fi is you're only really able to support 10 to 20 endpoints mm-hmm. with, with a home, home Wi-Fi setup. Right. And, and you're pretty much done at that mm-hmm. point. And the way that it works is whoever takes the biggest piece of the pie gets it. Yep. And everybody else and gets it. And they keep it. And they keep it. And uh, everybody else gets a little slices. So mm-hmm. there's no bandwidth allocation, stuff like that. So anyway, having said that, that's that's your tech class for today on Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's how that works. And, and um so when I travel to the East Coast, I will not be using Starlink, but everywhere else west of the Mississippi, mm-hmm. I can use it. All right, cool. Until Elon gets Elon, go ahead and get more satellites up. You know, yeah. quit quit messing with that Twitter thing. Well, speaking of Elon and Twitter, uh, looks like the deal's on hold for right now. Yeah, you didn't see the lead in there, did you? Yeah, hey, <laughs> like how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Elon says Twitter's deal's on hold, and guess what? He said it on Twitter. Why fake news? Uh, well, it's fake news. It's all fake news. Um, the in doing his due diligence, they uh, he wanted to know how many fake accounts or bot accounts or whatever you want to call them are on Twitter. At mm-hmm. least an estimate. You know, they got to figure be able to figure out somehow. Mm-hmm. And the Twitter board said less than five percent of accounts. And then it came out, their sample size. Take a guess. That was, I don't know, 500 million users or something? I can't imagine. I'm not on Twitter. Their sample size? 100. Ah. And then Elon talked about it breaking the non-disclosure agreement. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I still think he's going to buy it. I still think the deal's going to go through. But, uh, yeah, he wants accurate numbers. I mean, it's due diligence. Yeah, that's due diligence and due care. Yes. So due diligence is finding out what's wrong. Due care is doing something about it. Yes. You know, due diligence isn't to find out how great you are. It's to find out what what are the problems that I'm going to and pitfalls that I'm going to run into when I purchase this. Well, what does that mean? So you're going to go buy a car, a used car and it's all nice and shiny and bright on the outside. And then you go, okay, well, I'm going to take it to my mechanic. Uh-huh. And then you have your mechanic check it out. And then he finds out there's sawdust in the transmission to keep it from whining. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that they've rolled back the odometer. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that it needs a bunch of repairs that is going to cost more than the car is actually worth. And that's due diligence. So having that information in hand, you go back to the guy and say, I'm not buying this piece of crap because it is not what you said it was. Yep. That's due care. 
So we did not make a bad investment because mm-hmm. we got our due diligence done correctly. Now, what what Twitter, you know, because they're <laughs> they're like the uh, South Park Prius episode where everybody's smelling their own farts. <laughs> uh, they thought that their shit didn't stink and we're Twitter. We do what we want mm-hmm. and all versus a bunch of money. Yeah. And then Elon exposed them for having a great deal of fake accounts. Yep. And that's one of the things he wants to do right off the bat is get rid of those. Mm-hmm. As, Probably. Uh, to the sounds like it cut it down in a quarter, cut a quarter of it out. I, um, I've always said that um, it's probably somewhere between 20 and 30% of all yeah. accounts, not to mention how many people have multiple accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have three or four accounts. Full disclosure. I do have a Twitter account and I think I've mentioned it on mm-hmm. here before. I never, I hadn't gone on it in years. Yeah, me too. But the, the reason why I got it is because I attended a seminar once and, and the guy said, if you're going to be an effective executive in tech, you need to have a Twitter account, a Facebook Mm -hmm. account, an Instagram Mm -hmm. account, and a LinkedIn account. And so I signed up for all of them and I looked at Twitter for about five minutes. I'm like, I'm out. (laughs) This is not, (laughs) this is not for me. I'll have one uh, because this dude says I need to have one and get my name staked in there. All it is is graphical based uh, group texting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean, at the time when, when I went on Twitter, it was like, uh, people's pictures of what they were eating. I am eating uh filet mignon tonight. Oh, yay. It's like, and I care yeah. why, you know, uh, the fact of the matter is, is I have a fulfilled full life and mm-hmm. I don't have to live vicariously through other people. And I know what filters are. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've known Photoshop since Windows 311. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I know how like things can JSP be. JSP Photoshop. Yeah, I know. I know how people can manipulate stuff. Yeah. So uh, living, hashtag living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not your picture. Yeah. So, uh, or a picture when you were in high school. Yeah. Anyway, but I digress. Um, Twitter's bullshit. And the best thing about Twitter is not being on it. There you go. Uh, and I say that pretty much about any social network. Yeah. Uh, any algorithmically, algorithmically uh, run social network. Yeah. Except for uh, social social execution. Yes. Dot com. Yeah, dot net. Dot net. It will be out there very <laughs> soon, actually. Very soon. Um, that is a project that, that uh, we are working on. And hopefully we'll be out there very soon. Social execution. The uh, antithesis to cancel culture. Trademark. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright. Yes. Uh, So, uh, yeah, that's what I had on that. Um, Granted, it caused Twitter shares to plummet. Um. Imagine that somebody found out the tr- real truth about subscriptions. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's actually 14, 14 points below what Elon was willing to pay for it. Yes, and that was part of the holdup too. Is he's not going to pay the exorbitant amount mm-hmm. if the stock is bottomed out? Right, he gets to get it cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and right now tech stocks are all down. 
crypto is way down. Everything tech is just dropping in the market. I'm so sad. I know. I know Twitter. Uh, wait a minute. Meta's going to lose money? Facebook? I, I didn't know Facebook was making any money anymore because everybody's been bailing off of it. And, well, and what, what, I think back? Meta, I think Meta's, you know, gone off like a wet fart. Yeah. So far, uh, I know Zucker, the Zuck, um, he, he did a demonstration on his Meta Premier platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I'm going I'm to be checking that out. Supposedly, it's going to revolutionize things. <laughs> um, though, oh, back to what I said about Bill Maher talking about the left earlier. Uh-huh. He said, why do we need a metaverse where you can essentially do everything now in real life? Exactly. You know? Shoplifting is no longer illegal as long as it's under a grand. <laughs> you know, there used to be some shame in shoplifting or at least, you know, some uh, talent in it. No, now it's just walk in and grab what you want. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, he said something about that. Uh, yeah. CVS is no longer a store. It's a zoo for teeth whitening strips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, because of this stuff, what is it? Eleven Walgreens and six CVS stores have closed in San Francisco. Uh, I can't imagine. Oh man! Well, okay. All uh, these Democrat-run cities are going to eat themselves. Oh yeah, Democrat-run cities, Democrat-run companies. Speaking of Democrat-run companies, like that segue. I do. Here's one that we've joked about a few times. CNN Plus, the streaming service from CNN. That doesn't exist after yeah, a month. The one, the one that they launched in March and, and uh, shuttered that streaming service like a couple weeks later. Uh-huh. Guess what they did? Accidentally sent welcome baskets to employees who just been laid off from the streaming service. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to bring that up just because it's fun. I like making fun of them. Yeah. Uh, they deserve to be made fun of. Hopefully, you know, when, when Discovery Channel finally makes its complete acquisition, um, they actually go back to real journalism. Because that's what, supposedly, that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Get it back to an actual journalistic channel and not all the special reports and opinion pieces and, and seltzer water guys and, and all that stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Well, it seems like all the wokey libs that had their moment in the sun for probably the last six years, Mm -hmm. they're all uh, getting reassigned on special assignment. Yes. Like PMSNBC and Rachel Maddow. Yep. Your multi-million dollar contract to do a few special assignments. Yeah, that's called a buyout. Yes. Yes, it is. It's we are tired of your shit on our TV and the complaints we get. Uh, we're going to just pay you a lot of money to just show up once in a while. Yeah. Well, I think I think she was busted on so much um, false reporting. Mm. Especially with all the Trump Russia conspiracy stuff coming out. The truth of it coming out now with the Durham report and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was one of the big proponents saying that, uh, you know, 
preaching, preaching it like gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, like her and Adam Schiff were almost in collusion. Adam Schiff, who has proof of it all. Yeah. You <laughs> still haven't seen any of that. Still haven't seen any. But, yeah. you know, if you say it, it's true. And if you speak it from a loud, loud enough megaphone, it's mm-hmm. true. Only to the sheep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, all right. That's all I got on that. All right. I just well, wanted to laugh at CNN for a minute. Something a little more local here. Uh, court lets Texas restrictions on social platform content moderation take effect. Ah. A judge blocked a similar law in Florida on First Amendment grounds. Okay. Now the thing is, is if you're gonna if you're gonna rule on First Amendment, then you have to rule both ways on the First Amendment, which they did not do mm-hmm. because they said they said we can't block it because of first First Amendment laws, but the platform doesn't have to since they're a private company, mm-hmm. they don't have to do First Amendment. I agree with the second part. Yes. It is a private company. Yes. And the the hoopla and stuff like that. Look, if you don't like a social media platform, don't get on it. Yeah. Just don't get on it. If somebody upsets you, block them. Yeah, block them. And if they if they shadow ban you or ban you, uh, it's still private company, man. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's just the long and the short of it. Yes and no. It's not really the long and short, but go ahead. So, you know. If if we're not going to look at these things as utilities, as public entities, mm-hmm. which they are not, mm-hmm. they're traded, they're private companies, just like I, sh- I believe that there should be a Wild Wild West free for all like Mastodon, yeah. where they can say whatever they want to do mm-hmm. and block whoever they want to block. Mm-hmm. We used to do this with BBSs. Right. That was the first social media right. was BBSs. And uh, yeah, as as a moderator of a BBS, if somebody was being abusive or just uh, wholly annoying, we would take a vote and we would kick them off. Okay. And it was our platform. We could do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Because we owned it. Right. So, and we we didn't we didn't tout this is for free speech. No, this is this is for us. Right. Right. <laughs> this is not that. So. The controversial Texas social media law, HB 20, will take effect and in, in, take effect a following ruling today from the U.S. Appeals Court. The tech industry's trade group NetChoice and Computer and Communications Industry Association, the CCIA, which being in the tech industry, I have never heard of, nope. managed to block... HB 20 in court last year, but the victory has been undone by the fifth circuit court of appeals, Mm -hmm. which today granted the Texas attorney general, Ken Paxton's request to stay in net choice and CCIA versus Paxton net choice and CCIA. It's getting hard to say. (laughs) We're successful in blocking similar laws in Florida last year. HB 20 allows Paxton's office or Texas residents to sue social networks and moderate base on the viewpoint of the user or another person, among other offenses, language Mm -hmm. that potentially makes basic moderation decisions legally risky. Right. Okay. The ruling follows the confusing hearing where the Fifth Circuit judge claimed that web services like Twitter 
are not websites, huh? Mm-hmm. And compared to them, to the phone comparisons like Verizon, which are governed under specific common carrier rules set by the FCC. Mm-hmm. NetChoice and CCIA can choose to mount an emergency appeal, but without quick intervention from a higher level like the Supreme Court, the law is now in force. Okay. All right. My views. Uh-huh. First, first and foremost, the First Amendment is about citizens and the government or corporations and the government because corporations are actually citizens anyway. Um, the government is what the First Amendment is. It protects our free speech against government intrusion, mm-hmm. not corporate intrusion. Now, to your point on their, them being a private company and can do what they want, they cannot. Uh, two different things. One is the whole Section 230 thing. See, they either got to be a publisher or just an open channel of communication. If they're an open channel of communication, they shouldn't be blocking anything by anyone. Mm-hmm. If, unless, as long as it's not illegal. Um, if they are a publisher, then that needs to be stated. And then viewpoints can be moderated and content moderated and different things, but under different guidelines as a publisher. Now, as far as the way everything stands right now in the whole shadow banning and blocking content and and all that, you cannot do it to a certain class of citizen without doing it to other people. Mm -hmm. That's discriminatory practices. And no company can do anything discriminatory against one class of citizen or one type of citizen based on beliefs, sex, uh, religion, uh, you know, the whole list of, of things that you can't discriminate based upon. Well, that stands, that stands here as well. So now it becomes either let everything go open or are you moderating content because of a class of citizen that is protected under discriminatory practices. So, you know, there, that's kind of where that sits in my mind. So while they are a private company and you, you see signs like this all the time, especially in like a restaurant or a bar or something, you know, the management reserves right to uh, not serve anyone or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, that's not true. Um, you cannot not serve someone if it's considered discriminatory. You know, if you're in a bar, they can not serve you if you've had too much to drink or if you caused a fight in there the night before or whatever, you know, if they have a valid reason, fine, but they can't do it because you're, you know, uh, conservative or you're Democrat or you're, whatever mm-hmm. they can't do it because of a class of a classification of citizenry. And that's what they're doing. Well, and that, that gets muddy because uh, that's kind of a, an arbitrary scale, you know, is what, what is a protected class? What is not a protected mm-hmm. class? So I can well, see where because, that gets confusing. Yes. I mean, the basics are by race or religion. Those are basics. Yeah. But there's a lot of other factors that have been added to that. Trans um, and oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of it. Non-binary. Sexual orientation. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, I don't know what exactly that they're going to be able to do here. Uh, do I think that, and this is just my personal opinion, but uh, do I think that you should be able to sue somebody online for what they say? Yeah, I no. don't think you should. Nope. Um, unless it's unless it's actual libel or slander. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be slander; it'd be libel because it's printed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this this will get into a bunch of crap. It'll keep the courts busy, mm-hmm. and we've become a society that is so concerned with something that isn't real. Mm-hmm. And folks, social media isn't real. No, God, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, a few episodes ago, I, remember I read a stat where only 75,000 people in the United States actually uh, post to Twitter. Yeah. It's not that many people. Most, most people are just really loud. Most people are lurkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Voyeurs. Which I've been, I've been accused many times as, as a lurker on many sites. But anyway, <laughs> why don't you ever post anything? Well, that way I can stay out of the controversy and just yep. watch you guys fight. There you go. <laughs> but, um, no, I, in, I grew up, all- like, I grew up like this. I grew up as an instigator. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big stir, time. Stir the pot and step back and watch. Hey man, you gonna take that from him? <laughs> if I were you, I'd go kick his ass. I wouldn't take that. Um, but no, section two thirty made made all this ambiguous, and it's actually being reviewed now. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I think a lot of it's being reviewed now because of Elon buying Twitter. Now, what's gonna happen is one of two things: they're gonna allow free for alls where you can just block people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's your your recourse as long as in that free-for-all, nobody does anything illegal. And I'm not saying do anything or say anything that's actually illegal. There is speech that is illegal. But it's either going to be that, the extremes are that, or we're going to start seeing hate speech laws. Uh-oh. Actual laws for hate speech, which will make certain hate speech illegal. The problem is... That hate speech is going to change over time with different administrations, different viewpoints. So well, the, re- the release of which version of the Newspeak Dictionary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we see how this is already working out in Canada. Oh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to look at it, just look up hate speech, hate speech that, laws in Canada. Yeah. A country that has less than a 10th of our population, mm-hmm. like 25 million. All about feelings. Yeah. I don't want to make somebody feel bad. Yeah. Oh no. Well, don't you realize people kill themselves? People have always <laughs> killed themselves. Yes. yes. What about bullies? Well, stand up, nut up, son. That's what I did. That's I was what, a scrawny little kid in in uh, in school. Me too. Boy, okay. Wait. Canada is thirty eight point one million, so still a yeah. tenth of our population. So you know, I was a scrawny kid, mm-hmm. weak little nerdy kid, mm-hmm. but I didn't back down ever. No. no, ever. Even if I had to take an ass whipping, I didn't back down. I took a few, and so you know what? I wasn't bullied. Yeah. Because they try it once, they realize I would fight back. And the funny thing about bullies is once you fight back, they may whip your ass once, mm-hmm. but they ain't going to come back for seconds. No, no, because they're hoping that you don't fight back. Mm-hmm. You know, they're hope, hoping they can just intimidate you. They need. The- but now bullying is such an overused term for yeah. things that are not actually bullying. 
That's it's up for interpretation. Yes. If there's no threat of violence, it's really not bullying. Yeah. Uh, getting punched in the face isn't that big of a deal, really. Yeah. You get used to it. Yeah. That Actually, fresh, it hurts more to hit somebody else in the face. Well, that fresh air that comes through when you get punched in the nose, and so I'm like, oh, everything <laughs> smells fresh and clean all of a sudden. As long as you don't have that irony smell. Yeah, that's blood. Yeah, that's blood. Or taste. Yeah. yeah. All right, what you got? Well, that was it for my stories was the Texas oh. restrictions. Okay, then. Uh, Well, I did the... Elon Twitter stuff, the other Twitter stuff, the share prices. Okay, one last story. I didn't know there were a lot of bulletin board apps out there anymore. I thought those kind of went by the wayside a long time ago. You know, Mm. a few here and there, but well, there's an anonymous bulletin board app called Yik Yak, which is really popular on college campuses. Guess what? You know how you and I, we talk a lot about privacy? Hold on, hold on. I'm Uh I'm going to say... What that has to be the worst product name that I have ever heard. Don't talk back. No, that's oh, yak, yak, not yeah. yik yak. Yeah, yik yak is uh, it's not good. Sounds like something you say when you're throwing up. <laughs> I wonder if it's Chinese. Uh, but anyway, you know, we've talked several times about privacy, and and you know, there really isn't privacy on the internet especially in any type of social media environment, things like that. Well, Yik Yak is actually revealing its users' locations. Well, let me ask you this. Is this a form or a bulletin board? They're calling it a bulletin board or an anonymous message board. I'm guessing a forum. Okay. That's what I would would say. It's probably a forum. Just to be clear, if you don't know what a forum is, you should probably stop listening right now. Yeah, you should. Or turn off your computer. Our phone. It was was the second. Okay. So the first iteration of social media platform was a bulletin board. Mm -hmm. Second iteration was a forum, Mm -hmm. which was a glorified bulletin board, except with no like DMS, Mm -hmm. uh, no, no immediate communication, no no chat features. Right. Well, they have a, uh, yeah, no chat, but it does. They do offer usually uh, an email option to, uh, to a, user independently and for those nerds out there i know (laughs) i used to run a forum and i used to run a bulletin board i know you can put add-ons to have chat instant chat features but generally not built in yeah generally it's an add-in you got to put it in so anyway go but i digress (laughs) so uh yik yak an app that acts as a local anonymous message board makes it possible to find users' precise locations and unique IDs. Uh, that came from... Like Twitter? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That came from... Uh, who was it that published? Oh, Motherboard. A uh, researcher who analyzed Yikak data was able to get access precise GPS coordinates of where posts and comments came from accurate to within 10 or 15 feet. Awesome. And he brought his findings to the company uh, last month in April. Yik Yak's been around since 2013. Uh, kind of failed in because um, they tried to do too much content moderation. So the app was shut down in 2017, rose from the dead last year in November, and now has over 2 million users who people can uh, apparently find out where those people are. 
great. Yeah, and which is even worse because it's an, an anonymous forum. You know, where everybody's anonymous. Huh. Like the hacking group. Huh. Yeah. Um, but it gives people's actual member ID and GPS coordinates. So again, nothing is 100% private on the internet. Um, nothing is ever actually deleted. You don't think if you think something is actually deleted, go to archive.org. That is like the archive of the entire internet going back decades. Um, you can find just about anything there. And when you delete something on Facebook or Twitter or any of these other platforms, uh, you don't, you don't actually delete it. You just mark a flag that says you can't see it anymore. It's still there. And even after a certain period of time, it'll be on a backup somewhere. It'll always be accessible. So just remember, and if you use Yik Yak, I would suggest you don't. I would suggest getting rid of it immediately. That's all I got. Well, up until this moment, I'd never heard of it. So anyway. I mean, either, so I'm not going to bother with it. Yeah. But I wanted to warn our users. Now, stay away from that public service announcement from your friends at Tech Tools. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for me this week. All righty. And I'm done. All right. If you want to reach me, it's uh, Scott at techtools.net. That's Scott at T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. Andy, where we can where, where, I, where we can find you where now. We can. Oh, that's easy for you to say in English. How are those English as a second language courses coming? Uh, I can be I can be reached at Dean at techtools.net. That's T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. Dyslexics untie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and our you website is oh, techtools.net t-e-k-t-o-o-l-z.net and coming soon will be our revamped serious podcast yes. well not serious eh. uh, more professional yes. podcast uh, social social execution.net execution. so that will be coming in the or, few- wait, no, the podcast will be Social execution.com or dot org. I got them both. Com. We need to go big oh, yeah. boy. I think we're going dot com. So we'll uh we'll have more information on that. We'll we'll double post for a while so yeah. everybody knows what's going on and, and, and even afterwards we'll uh change the feed so even if you go to tech tools, you'll still get the social execution for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Forwarding. What yeah. a wonderful thing. Yep. So with that. Stay safe, Dean. Stay safe, Scott. Let's go.